Ladies and gentlemen, up until now you've seen the creature perform the simple mechanics of motor activity, but for what you're about to see next, we must enter quietly into the realm of genius. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames et messieurs, Damen und Herren, from what was once an inarticulate mass of lifeless tissues, may I now present a cultured, sophisticated man about town. Hit it! The, the, the Sketchomatic Show. a holiday Christmas week off the podcast. It's New Year's Eve when this is being recorded, just hours away from 2023 here in Los Angeles. It is very exciting to be back on this year-end wrap-up review episode of 2022. I am your host, Sketch-O-Matic. Sketch-O-Matic. And in this episode, we're going to cover... All of the guests that I've had on since the start of the podcast. Kind of sketchy. Highlighting some of the best moments to me that happened on the show with each guest. Just kind of running through each one with a nice, cool ebb and flow to it. In essence, I would suppose this is a type of countdown, if you will. With number one being the best highlighted moment of 2022. But before we get into that, I want to shout out in a memoriam The people that we've lost this year. I'm just going to type in people who have died in 20... Look at that. As soon as I typed in people, it brought it up. I mean, Google is listening. It's kind of dope and eerie simultaneously, right? Let's start off with the legendary James Caan. We lost in 2022. One of the main stars of The Godfather. The Godfather Part 2. Of course, Misery with Kathy Bates. Elf. El Dorado. The list goes on and on. Rest in peace, James Kahn. The next one is Takeoff of Migos at 28 years of age, known as the more quiet member of the Migos group, but yet one of the most talented, prolific, quiet giants I had ever encountered. That one really hit close to home in the hip-hop community and around the world. Of course, there's Tom Parker, Bob Saget, Jerry Lee Lewis, Gilbert Godfrey, DJ K-Slay, And of course, the legendary American rock singer and actor Meatloaf, known for his role as Robert Paulson in Fight Club or just Bob. With the giant man boobs. In the movie, I mean, not in real life. His name is Robert Paulson. Of course, there's Anne Heche, who died from that horrific car crash in West L.A. not too long ago this year. Gallagher, who I actually look like if I had long hair. And of course, Tony Sirico. Otherwise known as his famous role as Pauly Walnuts Gaultieri in The Sopranos. Get the fuck out of here. And last but not least, legendary TV news and journalism icon, Barbara Walters, at the age of 93. I mean, there's just there's so many more people that are on this list. I don't have the time to run through each name. And of course, condolences to each and every one of those families who lost somebody as well that isn't on this list this year. At this time, I'd also like to thank each and every one of you for checking in with me on this podcast. It's been quite a roller coaster of production for me because I am the only one doing this, as many other hosts doing uh, recording and producing their own podcasts and whatnot. Uh, it's For me, though, this is an, a creative release for me to 
I don't know, just bring something to the podcast arena, if you will. And putting this podcast together each week, of course, taking breaks every now and again, but putting it together each week is something I do look forward to on the weekends because that's the only time I have to produce it. I work three part-time gigs in production and radio uh, just to make ends meet. And this podcast, obviously, I'm not getting paid for it. I'm doing it as a labor of love, like I said, to bring something creative and different to the podcast arena and to entertain the public, whoever they may be. I know I say all 10 listeners tuning into this podcast right now. The truth is that there is more. Um, And to build on that, I'm going to look up my anchor analytics right now, and I want to shout out just some of the cities and countries that have actually been tuning in since the podcast started back in late July of 2022. So let's check out the audience analytics real quick as I pull up the website. Within California alone, there's Los Angeles, there's Moreno Valley, Van Nuys, Corona, San Bernardino, Long Beach, Burbank, home plate for me, Ontario, Rialto, El Monte, Hesperia, Seal Beach, Riverside, Studio City, Covina, Paris, Pasadena, Compton, Santa Ana, Woodland Hills, Fontana, North Hollywood, Pomona, Downey, Glendale, Anaheim, Fresno, Claremont, Pico Rivera, Alameda, Whittier, San Diego, Hawthorne, San Gabriel Valley, Thousand Oaks, Panorama City, Chino, Rancho Cucamonga, shout out to Yorba Linda, Carson, Cypress, Oakland, California, Porter Ranch, South Pasadena, Silmar. I mean, it's literally like almost every city uh, in Southern California and outside of Southern California as well. So I can keep going. It, it, the list literally keeps going. Of course, Santa Monica's in the house, Arcadia, Westminster, El Segundo, uh, Lancaster, Canoga Park. It just keeps going. And I'm very smitten by that. And even though it's just 1% in each of these cities that I'm naming off within California alone, that is more than I could have ever expected. To be honest, I didn't think anybody would give a shit about this podcast, you know, because let's face it, there's over 4 million podcasts within just this country alone. So for you to be tuning into this out of the 4 million plus podcasts means a lot to me. Outside of California, there's Arizona, Texas, Illinois, Washington, North Carolina, Colorado, Tennessee, Massachusetts, Florida, I was going to say Florida, Florida, New Jersey, Georgia, Utah, Nevada, Hawaii, South Carolina. So I got both Carolinas, Pennsylvania, Minnesota, Indiana, Maryland, District of Columbia, which is D.C., Virginia, New Mexico, Connecticut, Oregon. Now outside this country, and I'm just going to reel this off real fast because there's only a few of these. I got Japan tuning in. I got Mexico tuning in. I got Sweden tuning in. India. Australia, Down Under, United Kingdom, the UK, and of course, America's hat, Canada. So thank you so very much for giving me your ears and your attention and just giving me a chance to bring something to your orbit. I may not know you personally. We may have never met, but we have a relationship now through this podcast, through this arena and this platform. I'm able to connect with parts of the world I have never been to and probably won't ever get to visit because, well, I just don't have the money for these plane rides or even to take a cruise. It's just, I don't have the time. I don't have the resources. I have this podcast and that's how I'm able to get out and travel the world through the podcast fibers. All right. 
Let's get into it. The Sketcho Show year-end wrap-up review for 2022. As I always say, let's dive in. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Sketcho. The Sketcho Show podcast. Year-end wrap-up review for 2022. KFI AM640, the Sketchomatic Show, coming at you live from the Tim Conway Show. Ding dong! Tim Conway Jr. on the Sketchomatic Show podcast. Ding dong! Now, buddy. my very Thanks for having me. Thank you for being my very first special guest on the Sketchomatic Show podcast. You're the very first guest. I didn't know that. Yes, and that's said, what makes I would have said no. <laughs> That's what makes this even more special because you're the first guest and the Sketchomatic Show podcast is being brought to you via your show on KFI. I mean, this is unprecedented. It's wild. Never been done before. I think you're you're opening up Pandora's box, Tim Conway Jr. I think a lot of people are going to be, well, I want a podcast on your show now. So Uh, I feel very special and uh, I'm not worthy. We're not worthy. We when it comes to you, Burbank, I know you're very passionate about football. That's right. Okay, so, you, and I've seen an interview with you that you want Burbank to have a football team. My question is, what would you call them? I have a few names that I came up with. Oh, good. Yeah, what do okay. you think? What would you call them? Uh, I, 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 let me see. Well, first of all, to, to tell you what Sketch is talking about here, the city, the, there are cities like Green Bay in Wisconsin. Green yes. Bay is, is exactly 105,000 people, and so is Burbank. Right. Burbank has nothing. Nada. No track, no museum, no five-star restaurant, no five-star, no country club golf course, um, no football team, basketball team, baseball team, hockey team, nothing. In the city of Green Bay, Wisconsin, they have their own football team. Well, why don't we? Let's roll. What would you want to call Uh, them? Man, I don't know. First name that pops into mind. Let's hear some of your answers. Okay, I got one right here. Burbank Grips, because because it's it's movie set. Burbank Grips, or I always thought before L.A., before the Chargers and Rams came to L.A., I always thought L.A. football team would it'd be cool if they called the L.A. Shields. Well, that's but good idea. Because of the cops right. and the LAPD. But since Burbank also has an excellent police department, Burbank Shields. Not bad. Not bad, right? Um, if it's going to be the Valleys mm-hmm. you know, team, uh, I think you can expand on that, though. Like, um, I don't know, the San Fernando Valley uh, uh, homeless is a good name. <laughs> See, you I know? thought of that, but then I was like, it would sound funnier coming it's, from it's, you. Yeah, it's a little icky, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, a little touchy. Yeah, the San Fernando Valley, complete losers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to let's the next. Let's go! Le- next question is, best advice your father gave you growing up that you can that comes to mind? Best advice? Uh, best advice he gave me, well, it had to do with a, a girlfriend. There was mm-hmm. a, uh, and this is on online on uh, on YouTube. Okay. But there's a girl that broke up with me, and she wrote a note on the windshield saying, uh, "You're out." Right. right? And and uh, I and that's now since the way that's now the way I break up with girls, and unless it rains, you're you're gold. Uh. Um, and but my dad said to me, I, w- I was in high school, I was really depressed, mm-hmm. uh, and I said, "Hey, this girl broke up with me," and my dad said. Never go out or pursue anybody who doesn't just want to hang out with you. Right. right? And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then I showed him 
a picture of her, and he's like, ooh, you got to try to get back together with her. Oh. That's pretty solid. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty solid advice. Yeah, right. And I he's hear like, you. Well, you have like the right to change your mind every uh, yeah, once yeah. in a while. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Solid to- advice. Never pursue anybody romantically that doesn't also just like to hang out with you. You got to be friends, at least. That's you gotta right. You got to establish some sort of chemistry. Right. And and if you hook up with a, with a woman like I have who's very funny, it makes it very, very easy. Very easy. Well said, Tim Conway yeah. Jr. Thank Ding you so dong, much buddy. for bringing on the sketch. Sketchomatic Show Podcast on KFI AM640. Sketchomatic Podcast. You can hear it on all the platforms. Sketchomatic Podcast. Go check it out. Nice to see you, Bub. Sketchomatic, the voice for television. Mm, better face for podcasting. Ted Stryker on the Sketchomatic Show Podcast. Thank you for having me. Where did Stryker start in radio? I started in radio in Tucson, Arizona. Wow. And the first station I was on uh, was a hip-hop radio station. Wow. What station? Do you remember? Uh, of course. Yeah. It was called Power 1490, Jam's Today's Hottest Music. Uh-huh. This was in 1993, 94, 95. Uh, we played everything, yeah. all the Ice Cube stuff in Tribe Called Quest and Public Enemy. Biggie. Uh, Biggie Smalls. I remember when Snoop Dogg first broke and then hearing the song Regulate for the very first time yeah. by Warren G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then the Dr. Dre stuff. So were you a hip-hop fan? Like at the same time, rock fan, like at this, like multi music tasking, if you will. Absolutely, yes. I could recite almost every line to an NWA song in Public Enemy, and wow. I could recite just about any line to The Cure or the Green Day Dookie album. But it was cool. I got to meet Easy E. Yeah. I got an autograph from him that's on my wall to this day that he wrote personally to me. A backstage pass I have to NWA. Okay. Concerts. You say you can recite any NWA verse. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, but like, just give me a dose. My name is Easy, but just call me E. But it doesn't really matter to me because I'm the same person, whether serious or rehearsing. I just got to keep cursing. This is for the radio, so I better chill. Don't want to play it if I go get ill, but I'm like that. And that's a matter of fact because the street is where my heart is at because I don't do dope, not a dope, but I'm dope, but I'm doper than anyone that tries to cope with the rhyme I'm displaying and the beat that's playing. But you can try all day and you still won't much up with the ruthless pod because Easy doing a Compton style. That's the scene. You say you can get some. Yo, homeboy, it's easier said than done. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You just shut me down oh, right now. God, and, God. You, and you wrapped it at like two times speed. I know, because doing it slow would just be even you. more no, no, awful yeah. than I actually That's sounded. Dope, though, man. You weren't playing. <laughs> Damn, Stryker is a real hip-hop <laughs> aficionado. The Sketch O Show podcast. Year-end wrap-up review for 2022. Kristen Limone of hey, All 98.7. Any sacrifice you really felt like you had to make on the way up to where you are now? Oh, I made a ton of sacrifices and I feel like that's what doesn't end and that's what maybe a lot of radio people don't share or maybe radio people who came into it like, you know, a little later on in the game. Um... I still make sacrifices like a ton, Mm. especially when I first started out. Like there was a lot of family um, weekend getaways that I didn't go to because I had to work on the weekends. There's a lot of weekender. Yeah. There was a lot of holidays that I couldn't participate in, Mm. you know, Christmas morning when my family's all waking up opening presents. I'm at the station playing Katy Perry and they didn't let you voice track it. 
Had well, that live. I was just a board up at the time oh, too. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, and it was part time, and I got paid peanuts, and I had rent to pay because I've always been. I've just always been very insanely independent and I don't like asking for help, which is like my toxic trait, one of them. And so even when I moved out at a young age at 22, like that's all my checks, my first checks from radio. I didn't spend a cent other on than gas because I was commuting from San Dimas all the way to like mid city, which is a trek and a half and for mornings. So meaning I had to wake up at three 45 in the morning just to like get ready eat something and get in the car and with LA traffic get there by six like that's the time I had to wake up in order to get to work by six and then that drive back and then you're not making nothing and everything's going to gas or insurance or whatever could you imagine if gas prices were there oh I wouldn't be able to afford to be in radio no way no No way Um, so yeah there was a lot of missed events I've missed girlfriends bachelorette parties because I couldn't afford to go well let me quickly say this because I know you got to get going and I don't want to hold you on too long I could talk to you for another 17 hours I could talk radio shop with you all day and in, in radio history but I want to come to the whole sacrifices I, and the whole OnlyFans thing and the, yeah. the, con, the, the connection I want to make is I feel like you could make a shit ton of money off there Kristen Lamone you could do it but it comes down to are you willing to sacrifice like your I guess is it dignity you know what I mean? What is it? Because these women are sacrificing something I hear in order saying. to gain this. Because uh, there's never, right. it's never, it's always a consequence, always a payoff, always something. I don't even know to them that they see it as sacrifice. Right. I think they're just so willing for the cash flow that they don't mind. Right. And like for me, I mean, it's not even, it's not dignity or it's not integrity. Right. It's the entitlement that people um, who are viewing this stuff feel like they have when it comes to access to you. Right. I don't appreciate that they think they can just hit you up whenever. Like they own you. That they own you. Yeah. Hey, I paid for you. Let me right. get you that. Like, right. you do not fucking own me. Fall back, my G. Like, no, don't. I need like, a clap behind have, that. <laughs> I held up my hands. I was like, don't clap, don't clap, don't do it. <laughs> she was restraining. <laughs> I was. Um, but yeah, it's just the fact that people think that they are so entitled and if they say jump, you have to say how I high. hate entitled and people. And I don't like that. LA's filled with them too. Yeah. If I was a female, I probably would end up not doing doing it i always sometimes I, w- I wish i was a female so i could do stuff like that yeah you know what i mean but then i'm like you probably wouldn't do it anyway you, yeah you'd be like nah fuck that i don't want a bunch of weirdos hitting me yeah. up i mean dude do i fantasize about like how much money could i actually bet sure the thought crosses my mind it's fun to flirt but i'm not ever actually gonna pull the trigger and do it yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. it's like mm, good it's, on it's you. good to fantasize yeah. like even women would fantasize about being like an exotic now like a stripper you know oh, I, I mean? wish Sometimes. I had the confidence. Right. I the wish I had confidence. the confidence. Well, you just put I'm on just, those eight-inch heels. You'll have the confidence. I'll trip and fall. <laughs> you already have the nails. The yeah. nails are on point. Yeah. not saying your nails are stripper. I'm just saying they're really pretty. That's <laughs> could all. could go with it. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. That could have gone could really add. bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Sketchomatic Show. Year end wrap-up review. DJ Leslie on the Sketchomatic Show. Thank you for having me. When did the actual first, the moment that it came where you're like, I'm definitely lesbian. Yeah. And when did were you able to convey that to your family? And oh how difficult was that? So it was the eighth grade, right? It was literally really? the last day of school in the eighth grade. I'm with the girls that I hang out with. We are... We lock arms when we walk like in a straight line. And for some reason, when one of the girls locked arms with me, like I got butterflies. Wow. I know so that feeling. It was so interesting. Yeah. And I was like, that really caught me off guard. Mm. And so I literally went home and I spent the entire summer trying to figure out like why I felt that. And and then I just realized like, I think I'm gay. 
And I would literally would wake up every single day that summer. And like, that was the first thing on my mind was like, wow. holy crap, I'm gay. Like, what's my family going to say? Now, were you worried about that? Did yeah. you feel like you being gay, realizing it was, did you feel like you were wrong? Like, were you raised that way? I with didn't the, feel, you know, Latino and really the oh, Catholic yeah. and, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, the, we were definitely, uh, we were a little bit. We weren't, you know, that I think of it, my grandma was pretty religious and yeah. she was into church, but my mom wasn't. No, mm-hmm. no, my mom kind of was like, if you want, it's cool. If you don't, it's cool. Like, More liberal if you want to go, it. yeah, right, for right. sure. God's everywhere. Yeah, right. yeah. My mom, she was, yeah. My um, mom so, was the same way. Hardcore about Catholic, uh, but not, not like, me, you have to. Yeah, exactly. You know, it wasn't like that. But yeah, okay. So, so. That was really cool you, about th- my mom. Yeah, that's the same thing with my mom. She was super, she was the first liberal I knew mm-hmm. and, and one of my best friends and not just yeah. my mom. And yeah, you know, rest in peace, Diana Ray. But. Oh. The the fact that you're you, so your parents and you you waking up every day during a summer going oh my god I'm gay what's my parents gonna think mm-hmm. so eventually you get to the day yeah does this last the entire summer you didn't say anything I didn't say anything and then we're into the new year or the into the next school year yeah so basically I it's you know now eighth grade is after summer I'm going into the ninth grade which is high school mm. so I in my mind I'm like okay well I know this it's gonna come out one day so I but I wasn't ready to face and you my hadn't friends. kissed a girl or anything no yet. nothing not the song. But nothing yeah, yeah. <laughs> no okay. still didn't kiss a girl still didn't tell my family still didn't like nothing with the woman yet right. and so i asked my mom to send me to a different high school not the high school that my friends were at because right. i just was like i didn't feel ready to face them you know right. these are friends that i had since like elementary school junior you know we all we came up together from kinder elementary junior high and then lifelong high school. friends yeah. yeah and so i'm like yeah i don't want to face them i just couldn't like i didn't know what I was going to uh, And that's probably even say, worse about the family than yeah. the family. Oh my God, it's like yeah. your social awkwardness yes. about it. Yeah. So I asked my mom to send me, I was supposed to go to North Hollywood High School and I'm like, can you please send me somewhere else? I go to Grant for one month. I remember Grant. Yeah. It's literally my first day and I'm <gasps> like in in one of my classes and in come these two gay guys and they are dressed so cool. They are hanging out with all the pretty girls. Of course. And nobody's bothering them. Yeah. And so I'm it's, like, it's wait a like minute. acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay. And not only that, but I've never met a badly gay dressed person never. in my life. Never. Ever. If and I don't you, think you ever will. I mean, you may see dress, some dressed down with like the yeah. more the more like man bun, mm-hmm. earthy beard, <laughs> you know, flip flops. But even those guys yeah, are all, still like clean as surgeons. Always. It's wild if to you, me. Yes. You gotta, yeah. gotta have at least one gay guy in you your crew. You gotta have one in your crew. He will help you for sure <laughs> with your fashion. That's so no, good. but... Um, and I, in my head, I'm thinking like, okay, well, these guys can freaking right. be out and happy and right. like no one's bugging them. Then maybe I can too. So I go home and I tell my mom, I'm like, I'm ready to go back to my school. You know, like I thought I wanted to and come to Grant. she didn't know yet. She has no idea. She's uh-huh. like, child, make up your mind. Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, you know, if I have to keep enrolling you, because yeah, that's yeah. a process. It's a lot of work. So, but she, you know, she's so nice. She's in back, she sends me back to North Hollywood High School. Mm. My first day, I'm literally registering into the school. My mom's in the office filling out the paperwork. I go to the restroom in the main hall. And and as I'm in the restroom, there's a lesbian in the restroom. And she's like so cool and funny. Wait, how do you know she's lesbian? Because she definitely was like... um, out about it like yeah, obvious yeah. oh yeah just she was like the definitely gay guys like super super stud you know um and she like kind of hit on me a little bit you know but she was very playful about it right you know? right and not not aggressive no right. it was so playful she kind of was like yo what's your name like you're cute type Damn. deal and i just was like okay I, this is where i'm supposed to be yeah, yeah. you know and me and her ended up being really good friends and she kind of showed me around uh-huh. and you know took me to a few like gatherings where there was other people that were gay and then that's where like i met someone that was ended up becoming my girlfriend and 
one day she dropped me off at home and we kissed. Ah. And when we kissed, a neighbor saw and oh. basically told <gasps> my So my, you got outed by got so, outed I was so waiting neighbor. to hear the story like the it was Christmas Eve no, or no, New I Year's Day by oh a neighbor. My. The Were neighbor you, told my older sister and my older sister told my mom. Oh my god, yeah. you're in ninth grade. I'm in the ninth grade. And, but get this. Go ahead. My oldest sister is crying and she's like, "Oh my god, like how could you?" And What? Like she's betrayed or something. Yeah, like you betrayed her. She just couldn't believe it, right. which I you know, we were all really close. So I think she maybe felt like but she maybe I, she I did mean, feel I like I mean, I can get that to a degree yeah. but at the same time we all know that that's completely inaccurate yeah, yeah. it has nothing to do with her so, so she tells my sister my mom and my mom's like i i've known i was waiting for you to tell me what <laughs> yeah yeah how cool is your mom yeah honestly when it comes to this subject and your mom's just been great all around she's always let us express ourselves that's beautiful um but you know she's very much she just wanted me to be happy and wow. comfortable. And she's like, I, you're my kid. Of course I know. Like, wow. I've known since you were, I could tell when you were a kid, when you were little, you know. Before you even knew. Yeah. And, and, and she just was like, look, just be safe. Wow. Because not everybody is going to accept this lifestyle. And I just don't want anything to happen right. to you. Right. I mean, that's so, very wise words mm-hmm. from mom. The Sketch O Show Podcast. EJ, the motherfucking DJ. <laughs> Hi. How are you, E? I'm good. How are you? Now, my favorite is your your news anchor KFI voice. Can we get a dose it of that? It would literally be like mm-hmm. a 15-year-old was shot and killed on a corner of Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. Now, sources are saying they have no idea what had happened, but police are urging you to call Crime Stoppers at 213-577-TIPS. And then close it with a KFI? Reporting live from Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, EJ, KFI News. <laughs> Isn't that... You know, you hearing yourself, but isn't that fantastic? <laughs> so funny. Wait, hold on. Go let's, ahead. Let's Go see. Ahead. Hold he, on. He's doing a show. I mean, he's he's running the board. Ooh. Check, 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 check. That better not end up on that goddamn podcast. Hey, I can hear it. Can can you do a real quick break? Can you do one for me? Go. Hold on one second. Here we go. Yeah, post below. Wait, hold on. Put that in mic two. My mic. What do I do? I mean, program two. I'm sorry. Oh, program two. Okay. I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah, Post Malone and Toshi Ken right there. I like you. It's 104.7 KISS FM. The Valley's number one hit music station. Saturday afternoon was popping. It's EJ checking in, throwing it back with this 50 cent. Let's go. That was a, a recorded br- live break from EJ, the motherfucking DJ, right Mainly here. Exclusive. Because... Exclusive Sketchomatic Show podcast. Hold on one second. <laughs> Marshmallow and Khalid right there. Numb. It's 104.7 Kiss FM, the Valley's number one hit music station. Am I the only person that wants to know what Marshmallow looks like underneath that helmet? Like, can we get a sneak peek, please? It's Kiss. That's so good, man. Isn't that crazy? So, you know, it's a rockin' taco winning weekend. We're going to get you hooked up to go to the Taco Street Festival in downtown Chandler. Let's do that like around 335. You can win on Kiss FM. I mean, that's crazy skill right there. You think so? Yeah, yeah. Uh, excuse me. Ooh. 104.7 Kiss FM. It is EJ. Let's get you into the Rockin' Taco Street Festival. Text the keyword FEST to 96893 right now for your chance to win. You'll get a confirmation text. Standard message and data rate supply. Text FEST to 96893 for your shot to win on Kiss FM. Pee break. The Sketcho Show. Special guest Raf joining the Sketchomatic Show podcast. Hi. Episode 8. This is episode 8, Raf. 8 already? Yeah. In all of your radio career, 
Which is the one interaction encounter that you, uh, was a celebrity artist that really, really uh, were going to be like oh. memorable. Yeah. Like I feel like memorable was like the one time uh, I was actually in an event in Atlantic City when I was doing Philly and Q102. Uh, so I was hosting Flo Rida. I was hosting the event as like the DJ uh-huh. and then Flo Rida was going to perform later that ah. night. So I'm like going in there, going on stage. Oh, give it up for Flo Rida. He comes up to me. He like fucking, you know, oh, sorry. Did I just swear? No, you can't. No, you can curse was, on this podcast. I'm so used yeah. to like, you know, I, love he, I was going to ask you yeah. if you curse at all that was going to be my next question oh yeah actually. i do yeah. yeah so i i did please curse right? as much yeah, as you want so I, he fucking like he slaps me up he's like yeah thanks bro for introducing yeah. me i'm like this guy's so cool he's so cool so i like standing on the side there watch his performance he comes down he's done and then he's like yo come over here come over here he's like waving me over yeah. like to the vip like, table yeah he's like come to my table here like we're gonna do shots we're gonna hang out he's like talking to me like a normal person like yo how's your family like yo, i have family up in rochester too his what? mom's up there i'm like Bro, this guy's having a conversation with me, and like he is giving me his attention. And like, this is at the height of Flow Riders, like yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah. And like in the middle of a club, music's blaring, lights are flashing, girls and he's like, are just dancing. Yeah, girls dancing, and he's like one on one, just time having with a, me. a real one, a heart to heart, heart to heart. So yeah. I'm like, this is like this is one of those moments where I'm like, man. I go through all these artists and interview them and I never have like, you know, like personal time with them. We're just talking, you know, right. small talk. Right. This guy's like, wants to know my He's life He's like story. interviewing you. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> this guy's really cool. So Flo Rida is definitely That's, always a memorable. Shout out to Flo Rida. Flo, man. man. I always felt it was a very creative flip on the name Florida. Yeah. Flow right. It's the spelled the same way with just the, the, the hyphen yeah, the in the hyphen middle. hyphen and the R. But right, it's Florida. just F-L-O-R-I-D-A. Flow right. I mean, yeah. how, and it's been there since the beginning right. of the country, practically. Yeah. He just comes up with it. He's just, just like, just put a dot in the middle, right? Flow, <laughs> flow rider. What's good? This your boy, Flow Rider. Oh, yeah. man. So, I mean, that's so memorable. I'm yeah. like, this guy's so cool, you know? Bleed it. Sketchomatic, the voice for television. Mm, better face for podcasting. Chuck Dizzle Yo, it's Real 92.3 It's so wild sketch that, that Yes You're in here right now It's a dimly lit studio Yes This really reminds me Of one of the first times That we've had an encounter I don't know how long ago That encounter was Because this is two thousand Again 2006 yep. My first time on radio And really in in that building And I remember you Pulling me to the side And say yo Alright I'm working on some shit right now What's the first thing You turn the mics on What's the first thing You think about When you hear Ice Cube And yeah. I remember going Man Because at that time, you know, just to keep, give people a little backstory, yeah. like I remember NWA, mm-hmm. but that wasn't who I remember Ice Cube. Of at. course. I remember. Because no, yeah. you're a little younger than that. Yeah, I remember West Side yeah. Connection. Absolutely. That was my connection to Ice Cube. Ice Cube, Mac 10, Dub C, and that big ass W. <laughs> and that's what I told you. I said, I just remember that big ass W yeah. going across the world yes. and gangsters make the world go yes. round. But obviously, bow down and all that. Gangsters make the what the hell is Ice Cube talking about? That's how you get these here parked in your mouth. It's the bandana swagger from the number one clip. Let it run, make it burn. Nigga, rewind my part, fool, and bow down. And I, I, I told you that, and I said. And then remember, I asked you what? Go ahead. You was like, you, you said something to the effect of. Can you mimic Ice Cube or I forget yeah, what it yeah. was? What, right? what, like when you hear it, what what do you what do you 
think of it. What, what makes start, you say I, out loud? I start thinking of players clubs. Yeah. I was like, a yay, yay. And I was like, play it again. Uh, and I'm giving you all of these sound bites, giving you my stories. Let's discuss. I'm going to have to insert the, the our Ice Cube yes! adventure. This is Ice Cube. And now. That's why I have love for you uh, yeah. because no matter what, I don't care how much you scream down on me, uh, you put me on an Ice Cube album. Bro. This is Ice Cube. And you know what? It, was, it, it wasn't just me. I would be even more remiss if I didn't say thank you and shout out and rest in peace to DJ Crazy Tunes. Oh, man. That was the man who called me at the station and he's like, yo, uh, yeah, Cube's not really feeling the intro, man. He thinks, I don't think he's going to use it. And I'm like, wait, wait. I'm like, Tunes, listen. Wait. You got, I was like, tell Cube, play the intro and then play Why We Thugs right after. So when the, the intro ends, mm-hmm. it goes right in. Doom, doom. And he was like, okay. He was like, all right, what what you mean? I'm like, it's in key with the song. It matches perfectly. Play it again. Ice cube. Definition of ice cube. Definition of a West Coast G. Time out. So did they send you songs ahead of time, or you just knew because that I knew song because was that song out. was already gotcha. out, and he had gotcha. t- we were already playing it. Okay. I believe it was his ballad yeah, song yeah, that yeah. he wanted to promote. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm. And he, I knew it was going to be the first yeah. song. He told me that. Nearly two decades ago, Ice Cube. When I think of that nigga Ice Cube, I think of uh, West Coast to the full. Big ass W. Think about what he gonna do next. And I remember going to the studio with him and Dub C and actually having better weed than him Get and his crew. Here. Wow. Yes, because this is when weed was just becoming legal oh, and oh you had God. the card. Yeah. I remember John Sally gave me a referral to go God. to a doctor to get a, a license. And then my first time going to get weed at the dispensary off Sunset uh-huh. near the station in Hollywood, I walk into... I, I park my car from the referral place. I walk across the street to get some weed, mm-hmm. right? This is all on my lunch break. And there's a limo parked outside. And who comes out of the dispensary? All right, all right, all right. Matthew McConaughey. Get the fuck I out of here. I swear to God. He just, <laughs> right, but he walks right, out. Right. I open the door. Random. He walks out. He didn't say, all right, yeah, all right. Yeah. He just walks. He's like, hey, how you doing? And he just, and I'm <laughs> all like, all right, all right, all right. I'm like, holy shit. He gets into the limo and they just drive, but he's carrying a little bag. Random. He's got his weed. Wow. I get my weed. But that was just one of those moments. I'm yeah. like, I love living in LA. Sunset, it's just so sure. cool. Yeah. So Hollywood. Yeah. At the time, it was so entourage yeah. you know what I mean <laughs> holy shit there's Matthew McConaughey it's with random, some weed yeah. but yeah you know, so alright alright all right, all right. getting back to tunes he calls me he says the intro is too long play it it goes into the song and then probably about I don't know a couple of days later tunes calls me back and he goes like yeah but he goes uh, Cube cut it he cut it in half and I go that's fine, that's fine he goes yeah. but we're still using it and we're using the other part later Going and I'm like the, the way other you, the way you suggest yeah I go yeah. but how is he gonna do that because yeah. since it's connected yeah. I was like oh my god I hope it doesn't sound butchered but I trust it obviously it's Ice Cube if what he sees goes right and I remember this too, Chuck. And we're going to get back to you. Uh, there's so much to tell you, but, but man, I'm, I'm loving hearing the backstory because right. I've never heard this. Yeah, course. I've never had all a chance I, to all take. I, all I remember this. is just you telling me, "Hey, yeah. record this." Yes, so it's like I'm, I'm loving. And the now, the, I mean, yeah. how long later am yeah. I able to reiterate this to you? I mean, yeah. So the the album comes out, mm-hmm. and I get it at the station. 
I actually bought a copy, but then I also got a copy and I went out, I listened, I looked at the, they gave me so much love on the cover and the yeah, credits. Yeah. And, and then even now when you YouTube it's definition, it really? says by sketch, Get the fuck out like of it here. says my name in the fucking tag by cube. It's that. crazy. I mean, he gave me so much love and Oh, this is the point I wanted to make. And this, I'm going to end this cube story right here. I remember him asking me once, once we were in the studio and we were really conversing about how the intro should sound. And he was showing me the album from his pro tools. Like his engineer had it all laid out yeah. and they were showing me like the different things. And then cube said sketch. So how much do you want for this? Right. And I go, man, you know, Q, I'm going to be honest. It's just an honor to be able to be in this opportunity. And for you to even ask me that question is fucking surreal. So whatever you think that it is worth to you and whatever number that is, I'll be okay with, I'll be fine because this opportunity is fucking priceless and I'll be able to tell this forever. And he was like, all right, sketch, I'm going to take care of you. And that was it. And then he sent me like a check for $2,600 for using literally 60 seconds of audio. Wow. Sketch. DJ Fuse. Yeah. What up, Sketch? How are you? I'm great, brother. Yeah, it's I'm good great. to see you, man. I've never interviewed you before. Fuse. No, no, no. I mean, we've, we've had, had many conversations. Many. We've had, you've seen me wasted many a night. <laughs> true, true, true. <laughs> I've been wasted with you too. This so, is you true. Know. You're here at iHeart. Leslie leaves. And then, please. Yeah. So Leslie leaves. And then like, it was just kind of meant to be that I mm-hmm. slide into that spot. And then, um... You know, because like I said, like the, the crew show, like the guys really like, like fuck with me, you yeah, know, man. like for years. Family. Known, yeah, we're family. You yeah. know what I mean? So like I would cover her all the time, you know, whenever she was out of town or whatever. So it was like I was like an unofficial member of the show in a sense. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Totally. So when when she announced she was leaving, it was just kind of like a like a no brainer for me to step in, you know? Yeah. But obviously, like, I'm not a female. I'm not hot like Leslie, you know? So it's like... I kinda, you, but you're hot on them turntables, bro. They, they, you know what I mean? And, so they, and you got a very beautiful wife. So you're obviously hot to somebody and she's in, she's married <laughs> to you. So <laughs> so then I had to like, you know, I had to do my thing, but they still had to figure out like a female role for the show, you know? Obviously, because... Oh, yeah. And then that they brought in Jackie. Yeah. Who yeah. reminds me of like a young J-Lo. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's not like she looks exactly like J-Lo, but there's like a J-Lo vibe going on there. I can't pinpoint it. There's something. You're yeah. right. It's yeah, almost, yeah, yeah. I always, I told Jeff and Cruz this. I was like, it's, and I told this to Jackie. I was like, it's almost like you're related to her. Like yeah. she's your aunt yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah, the, yeah. I, the I DNA is like very similar. Yeah. You know, anyways, but shout out to Jackie Ramirez for stepping in and shout out to you, Fuse, yeah. for doing this podcast and for taking over the slot on the cruise show and for holding it down for LA and for being my friend for so long. And I'm so happy that we do work alongside each other at iHeart now. Yeah, yeah. It was, I was very excited when I heard you, when I saw you in the hallway that day, I knew it was going down. Yeah. I was like, Oh shit, like, oh, he's fuck. coming through and you're here now. And man, I, I love you, Fuse. You're a great guy, man. Likewise, brother. Yeah, too. and I hope to God we can we can do another jump off yeah, mix yeah. at some point together. Nah, it's it's going to happen, you know what yeah. I mean? Even if it's just for us. It yeah, doesn't have even to be, if it's just like five minutes or something, you know? Yeah, but let's go a ham little mega on mix. it. Yeah. yeah, let's go crazy. Like, yeah. It's almost like we could do like a TikTok mix. Ooh, you know what I mean? You know, Because like everybody's attention span is very short now. So if yeah. we could do a jump off mix in three minutes Ooh. and just go crazy, oh, dude. Man. I'm going to try to, I'm going to pull some clips from some of the, I still have a a lot of them, but some of them I have to dig for, but I want to play a couple of little 
snippets if okay. I can find if I can find them. Do you still have them? I still have them. I think you might have to send them to me. I, I got you. I, I like the yeah, just yeah. MP3s is fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. But um, anyway, so we team up, and I remember Ableton wasn't even invented yet. Yeah, this is how far back we're going, mm-hmm. and I remember vividly your expertise on how to make it work. And you knew as well as I did that we had to start on it months, a month in advance, yeah. right? Because it had to be what, 30 minutes or something, something like that. Yeah, something it had like to be broken. It would be a 30 minute, one piece had to be 30 minutes and then the other one had to be like five minutes. Because something of, like that. Right? Yeah, yeah. So all in all is about 35 minutes long. Mm-hmm. But the way you envisioned it, and I'll never forget, you were like, Sketch, we have to, we're going to record it on Pro Tools, on your Pro Tools. You didn't even really know what it was, but you knew that was the platform, the medium we had to record yeah. onto in order to mix it. You're like, you're like, Sketch, you're obviously going to do the editing, but we have to start. And I remember the first record you use was Rihanna. Please don't stop the music, oh, yeah. right? <laughs> and you played that and you go, we're going to, I'm going to play it from the, this is when we didn't even have, we didn't have the ability to just go into a prod room and record in our own room. You had to go into the mixer room, the mix, yeah. uh, live on air mixing room when nobody was mixing. Like on the Sunday morning. Yeah. And connect it to Big's prod room. I would connect it through the board and then you would play records and you would play, Rihanna. you started with Rihanna, please don't, and Daft Punk or something. And you were like, every record has to match that Rihanna record, meaning beat wise, BPM wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we didn't know which keys records were in at that time. Yeah. We just kind of had to guess. There was no mixed in key yet. Yeah, yeah. And back then, Pro Tools didn't have offline mixing. Meaning, when you bounced out a a, a file, like if we did a twenty minute mix, you had to like record real it real time. And, yeah. li- and if it froze or glitched, you had to start over again. Yeah, yeah, These are the, the the hoops, the flaming Cheeto hoops we had to jump through yeah. in order just. And I remember the first five minutes of it. We must have gone through 10 songs. Oh, my God. I mean, because you were like, look, none of the songs can play longer than a verse or a hook. It has to keep going. Yes, yes. Keep going. Like, you're just smashing them over the head with hits after hit. And I even remember after our first one, it was wild. I know I still have the first one, but the ones after, I have to look for. Anyways, I remember we showed it to Liz, Liz Hernandez, Mm -hmm. right? Luscious Liz at the time. And because we were so progressive and how we produced it it was like we were jumping leaps and bounds mm-hmm. not saying the other power mixers weren't weren't good but they weren't applying the production that yeah, we did for sure because let's face it they didn't have that ability the way that i did and the way that you cut it's it was like we were kind of cheating in a way yeah, you know what yeah, i mean yeah. in a sense because you're so good it's like kobe and Shaq. you know like you were so good uh-huh. at the cutting and you're still a baby, but nobody could fuck with your cuts, right? And you were like, oh, and then I'm going to cut here. And I remember you're like, okay, we're going to mix. And then Liz comes in after it already aired and everybody was socks were blown off. And was, and Liz is all, I don't like how you mix the song so fast. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like I told her, and I'm, I'm getting angry. I was all, Liz, that's the point of the jump off mix. And you, Mr. Fuse, Mr. Calm was all, okay, we hear you on that, Liz but could you tell us what you did like about it? And the way you asked her, you changed the whole dynamic instantly from me being frustrated, <laughs> her getting frustrated at me being frustrated about her answer. And you were like, what did you like about it? And then she was like, well, the Rihanna part and all that part was really, really good. I just want to hear more of it. And I was like, I hear you. And then so we kind of took, we heeded her word and we kind of let certain things after that, we yeah, let yeah. things ride a little bit longer.
there. Woo! Super fire. Yes, and how about this? DJ Sketch Automatic. Two of us. DJ Fuse. Two of us. Jump off mix. Volume 3. Two of us. And what about your boy Sketchomatic on the auto tune? I told you, boy, it's a jump up, boy. DJ Sketchomatic and DJ Fuse. No, you can't refuse. All the mother DJs don't matter. We ain't trying to take sh- It's a jump off mix and we work at 106. Put all body bitch and we in the mix. With the Fuentes is an acid. Yeesh. I swear to you, I've gotten better at auto-tune. It's been a while. The Sketch O Show podcast, year-end wrap-up review for 2022. It is so good to see you, Mr. Chuck. Hey, what up, Sketchomatic? How you doing, sir? Is on the Sketchomatic Show podcast. Man. And this is... Long time coming. I'm not going to get into a bunch of stories, but I have a lot of stories about you, Sketch. Oh, my God, bro. I mean, it's insanity. The the amount of just crazy behavior and getting wasted. I, I remember, you know, you know, if you don't mind me. Indulge me. Okay, so there was one time. Go. This is when This is when the ecstasy first came oh out. Oh, my God. And it was like a popular thing. And I and just, just, for, just for the record, I've never done any drugs. I remember I gave you some and you lost it. No, no, no. Yeah, I lost yeah, it. I and, you and, lost and, it in and, Miami. I lost it in Miami, exactly. Which Winter was, Music Conference. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'll tell you that story too. So, I remember when XD first came out, and like it was all the rage, and everybody was doing it. And, and I've never done any drug outside of weed. I've never done mushrooms. I've never done. I've yeah. never done acid. Yeah. I've never done. Uh, DMT. You haven't done chemical synthetic drugs. None right? of You've that. Only no weed, coke. Weed is, no yeah. none of that crack. All, none of that no stuff. No crack. I've never done crack or heroin. I remember you invited me to your house. Like we're having this like get oh, together yeah, with a bunch dude. of people. Man, come over. And I do. I just remember walking into your house sketch. Yeah. And My every everybody was was on it. Everybody was just doing rolling, something. Rolling. Yeah, they, they, they call it rolling. Yeah. So everybody was just doing something crazy. And I just remember I walked in there sober. I was probably high at the time yeah, when I walked yeah. in off weed or whatever. But I the sober is one of us all. That's yeah. Right, yeah. But I walked in. I just saw everybody kind of acting like like different. Yeah, just yeah. crazy. And, 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 like and the thing was, and the thing was, is that everybody that was in there, I knew yeah, everybody. Yeah. And so the see, station. Yeah. So to see them all acting I, the way I, that they were on ecstasy, I was like, oh no, I'm never doing this. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it's definitely a drug that, uh, especially back then, because Molly nowadays is more pure mm-hmm. in the sense it doesn't have all the side crazy shit in it mm-hmm. but now you got to worry about fentanyl and all that shit yeah man I don't, I, don't, yeah, I, don't, I don't fuck with it at i don't all fuck anymore, with none but, of that shit i remember getting a, a lot but, of e but the ecstasy you yeah. gave me yeah and i took to miami this is when i was married yeah and um I, my, my my ex-wife um she had it yeah. in, in her in her I gave pocket two of them she gave me two of them yeah. gave me two it was gonna be one for me one for her and um, she put it in her pocket in her shorts, and then we went and got in the ocean and in the water and swam, and they dissolved oh, in her pocket. Man, some and, fish I, and, got and, real and, high. and when when she, and because we were going to try it, yeah. And then she went in her pocket. She goes, "They dissolved." I said, "You know what? That's a sign." Yeah, I remember you said I go, that. I go, "That's a sign that we shouldn't be doing this shit." <laughs> Sketchomatic, the voice for television, mm, better face for podcasting. Liz Hernandez, Liz. Are you wearing? 
wearing a wordiful sweatshirt? Stash? I am. I wanted to share. I wanted to. Yeah. What do you think of that? Yeah. Me we're too. on Zoom. Me too. We yeah. Out. That's that's amazing. Yes. Of 94.7 The Wave and of course of Wordiful. That is my pride and joy. Both are my pride and joy. I mean, what a beautiful opportunity to come back to LA radio. What a privilege to speak to the city of Los Angeles and to also be able to carry over the message of Wordiful because that is really what has made such a huge impact uh, in the transition of my life. Liz, I got to tell you, like, when I see your face, right? <laughs> when I when I see your posts, you have such a warm, welcoming smile. And you've always had that since the beginning, since day one. I remember literally walking down the hallway crying into your arms because mm-hmm. I was so heartbroken. But I re- just remember the there's a certain warmth and... Uh, consoling feeling that just your mere appearance gives off. I don't know hmm. if you're aware of that. No, uh, maybe it's because I, I know you, but Well, you know I I I thank you. That means yeah. so much because that's how you want people to feel, you know. I mean I think I think we all have that that we all have that in us. Yeah. Um and I feel really grateful to hear that that that's what you experience when I'm around you. And yeah. I always try because I've heard that from other people and I always think to myself I think I believe that is because I was mothered so beautifully my right. mother was so warm and loving yeah. and I'm just an extension of that energy I feel you no I mean same thing with my mom raised me well too but I also have to point out uh and this is a little cringy for me but I, I want to just publicly podcast apologize to you for all the times that I was very mean to you at power <laughs> You know what I mean? You were just grouchy because it was early. You were grouchy because it was early. And not only that, Liz, but we talked about it with Big and I talked about it with Chalk. I talked about a couple of people that have been on the show that were with us at Power. That, you know, I was going, I had a substance problem. You know, I was drinking a lot. I was doing a lot of party favors. I was snorting up Peru and shit. You know what I mean? Like it was out of control. I never took it personally. I know. And I love you for that. I do. But still, I am, I'm, I'm a million miles away from that guy. I used to be. And I'm so proud of you. Thank you. So proud of you. I I hope you are proud of you. Oh, I'm very proud. But it took my mom passing away. And even then, I kept drinking. Uh, I would have to go through at least two six packs of Stella a day Mm. just to feel normal. And I was like a full functioning alcoholic. You knew you were around me at that time. And it's to the point now, and I don't want to make this about me. I'm just saying I'm a million miles away from the person I used to be. And I wanted to put that out there as a kind of an homage to you by saying, man, you know, you didn't deserve any of that shit. I was a fucking asshole at times, <laughs> not all the time, but I was an asshole. I still got the work done and I still made you look and sound like a star when I had the opportunity to do so. And I, even though I was like, ah, what the fuck? Ah, and I'm all kicking and screaming, <laughs> you know, it was just ridiculous. And I, I'm just, you know, I'm sorry, Liz, Thank it, you. you didn't deserve you that. You know what? I, I accept your apology you. and, but more, more than anything, I'm just so happy to see you doing yeah. well and thriving and having your podcast I just think it's so beautiful and and like I said you know we all have that within us to make people feel great and I will say like on on the day back then on the days that you were at your best Mm -hmm. you're you're amazing you know and it's so it's nice to see that you're that way all the time now the sketch o show podcast year end wrap up review for 2022 on the sketchomatic show podcast Mary Amerson! Mary! Hello, thanks for having me. Oh, you're so little. <laughs> do you do any accents? Do you do any, like, besides your North Carolina I twang? Mean, 
not very well. Can you do a British accent? I feel like I can Prince try, but it's really not that good. Keep going, keep going. I feel like working at Priscilla's. It's a very British name, Priscilla, sort of. But then I think of Elvis, but Priscilla, like a spot Elvis of tea. Elvis Presley. Yeah, Elvis Priscilla Presley. Priscilla Presley. We don't say bath, we say bath. Yeah. We're not animals. Keep going. I used to like talk like this with my friends all the time. Wow. Like when we were in middle school, or what do you call it, primary school there or whatever, like we used to talk like this the whole time and my mum would get so mad. That's good. But I haven't done this in a very long time. Yeah, you're good at it though. You can you can actually hold the uh, the accent, and it's not the overly Cockney accent. You know, it's like, oh my. No, that was real yeah. fun to do though. Yeah, that's like they're like, like their slang almost. It's like there's like how we have our slang. Like, what's up, bro? You know, yeah. pull up, pull up. You know, all that fucking hip hop oh, urban yeah. type they're slang. Like, Suck, cunt. Yeah, yeah. But over there, <laughs> the c word is very normal. Yeah, it's like motherfucker out here yeah. is is an American thing, but. C word is. I used to be able to do Australian, but I'm not really good at that yeah, anymore. I like no, Australian. No, see, see, yeah. I'm, I what's up, mate? Uh, I like when they go like, "What's up, mate? I gotta use the dunny. You gonna use the dunny? <laughs> Take a walk about, mate. Yeah. I've never heard that before. It's not bad, no. the dunny. Ah, I lost it. Oh, you had you know it. Though. What? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do it again. Cheers. Can you do the New York accent? Let's talk about sure. our daughters and, to- and drink some coffee. You know, I always <laughs> say that coffee? to you. Remember, I go, easy ice, I Mary. I would love to talk about Rose McGowan and drink some coffee with you. And walk our dogs in Central <laughs> and walk Park. walk our dogs. Yeah. In sweater weather. Can you do like a little girl voice? Yeah. Keep going. How are you, young Mary? What's going on? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> how old how are, are you? How old are you, little Mary? This many for my mom says to say six. Okay, so you're six years old. What? Yeah. What's your favorite color? A purple. Purple. You like the color purple? Yeah, because it's the color of Barney. Have you seen the color purple movie? Uh, is Barney in it? <laughs> the Sketcho Show. Fred Rogan on the Sketchomatic Show podcast. The Dean. Sketch. Anytime anybody calls me a legend, you know what they're really saying, don't you? That you're old. I'm old. No, well, that's I mean, exactly listen. what they're saying. But I'm not saying that. I'm saying, yeah, as Sketchomatic on the Sketch, um, here as I proclaim to you, podcast publicly, you are not old. You are a legend in your craft, in your prowess of being a broadcaster in Los Angeles on television and on radio. What you do is so incredibly unique, and it it really ties everything together. Without you, there's nothing. And I mean that from a production standpoint. Thank you standpoint. so much, Fred. That but, means so much to me. But Seriously. without you, and, and I'll also share this, mm-hmm. that you've done the challenge, and I called you one day, and I said, I need some help. Yeah. I'm working on something else. You said, okay. Yeah. I said, I need, do you know anyone that does a British voice? I'm doing this concept called the Dean's Office. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> and ultimately, I wanted to run on our OTT platform, which is basically streaming, and we'll see what else we can do with it. I need somebody that does a British voice. Yeah. And you said, well, you've called the right guy. (laughs) I said, oh, you know somebody? You said, no, I do. Yeah, I could do it. All right. I did it. I sent you the copy. Mm -hmm. You got it back to me really within a half hour. Yeah. Well, you're Fred Rogan. Of course, I'm going to do that. This is just a demo. This is just like we're screwing around. Yeah, yeah. I listened to it and I burst out laughing. (laughs) I must have played it for like 10 people. Really? And I said, what do you think? What do you think of this guy? My God, you know, you you got a guy in London. I said, no, he's the guy that does the challenge. And what did he's they the say? He's the same guy. Really? And they went, oh my God. That I Fred- went. Do you understand? These people are pros. Yeah, they're yeah. pros. If you work 
in radio. Yeah. Let me tell you, you're a pro. Yeah. You have a skill set that is so far superior, and no disrespect to my television colleagues, because they all all very talented. But the skill set to do this is so far superior than the skill set to do television. In TV, let's face it. People like you or they don't. Right. You're standing there. Well, you got longevity, Fred. Well, because of the production elements that I introduced. Right. Imagine if I had just gone on for this number of years and done nightly sports. Right. I would have been everyone. I would have been anyone. Right. In a world where everything is the same, nothing is different. You wouldn't stood out from the rest. Nothing would have distinguished what we did. Right. And I built everything around production. And not me. Interesting. There are guys in our market that, yeah. uh, and I give them credit, they're at every event, they talk to every player, they get every interview. I've always maintained that the audience doesn't need that. Now, this is just me, mm-hmm. and I could be wrong. I've maintained the only thing that mattered is what the audience saw. That's all. No one cared what it took to put it together. No one cared how long you worked on getting it. What do they see? And by taking elements from everywhere and producing them in a certain manner, your stuff looks different. Mm -hmm. It's unique. It's unusual. So while everybody is doing the exact same interview, right? We, I, I always told our guys, we're not doing that. No, you remixed it. We've you got to come up. up with something different. And it's different. the production That's mind you have that led yeah. you to all that. And and you obviously, when you heard my production for the Kings intro, when I, before it was Crypto.com Arena. So good. LA City. Are you ready? It's about to begin. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your... Los Angeles Kings! That intro got me the job with you on the challenge. So good. Unfortunately, that, that intro didn't last very long at Staples Center. Well, because they Center. changed the guy Yeah, they changed the, the head of live events. Yeah. And for, but, you know, shout out to him for, for bringing me on. And then, you know, the crypto.com thing all changed. But I will like to say and reiterate that on episode two of this podcast, I talked about you. Oh, you the did? The story about how... It all came to be, and when you walked into the studio, into my studio, when I still worked on the fourth floor here at iHeart, yeah. it was it was like completely surreal, Fred Rogan, because again, I watched you growing up. I knew that when you came on the the news at night, it was time to go to bed, you know, because it was already like getting close to you know or, the Tonight Show or and I all put that. People in a coma, One not at all, man. I literally marveled at everything you've done in your career, and to be sitting here with you right now is. Unreal, but not only that, but to be on your show and to do the dean's office, I got to play that that intro real quick, or both intros, just so the ten people listening to this right now will will understand what it is that you're referring love it. to. Yeah, it's, well, of course, good. most of them have heard it already. Go ahead, Fred. No, I just want to say this. Here's, here's the thing about operating a business, yeah. and I've had my own production company as well. And so, why you in that scenario? Mm. You know what? What what you learn is that you have to surround yourself with the most talented, intelligent people and let them do their thing. Yeah. You don't micromanage them. You don't, you don't stay all over them. Don't hovercraft. Right. right. Don't hovercraft. If you know what you're doing and you're that good, then I thank you for working with me. Wow. Well, I thank you for making me better. And I've always tried to surround myself with people that are really talented, really creative people. Right. In all of the years, when we used to hire sports producers at Channel 4, 
they would say, uh, okay, well, you want to hire some guys? Yeah, we got to hire somebody. Okay, here's some resumes from sports producers. And I'd always say the same thing. I don't want any of those. I don't want any. Because they're all the same. I don't want any sports producer resumes. Really? I want creative people that can do sports, not people that know sports. We have interns at Channel 4 now. We have one currently. And a guy comes in, he starts giving me all the sports takes, and he's telling me everything. He's a college kid, nice kid. And I said, here's what I need you to do. But he's giving me the sports takes, and he's talking about it. And I finally said, I'm not going to use his name. I said, look, I need you to listen to me. I do this for a living. Yeah, he did. I get it. Yeah. You know what? I do it every day mm-hmm. in Los Angeles radio. Twice a day, three times a day. But I do it on the radio. Yeah. Where I need to know what I'm talking about. Right. You can't fool people in radio. TV, you can fool them. Right. Radio, you can't. Yeah. I need to know. I could be wrong. I could be right. But I need to know. And at least I've got an opinion. Yeah. I said, I don't need your opinions. I don't need you here to give me your opinion. I need talent. I, I need, need creativity. You to create. Yes. I need you to create things. Mm-hmm. I need you to create social media things. And I showed him some examples of stuff I wanted him to do. By the way, he can't do it. Oh. He just can't do it. Um, but here he is with the sports takes. I said, no, no. And, and I told our guys, I said, all right, you need to move him a little bit and put him where he's going to succeed. Because mm-hmm. I also believe you always must put people in their best position to succeed right. in life. Right. If you're failing, that could be my fault. I put you in the wrong place. So you got to find the right lane. Right. And, and, yeah. and if you're overseeing something, you have to be able to identify what that lane is. Right. And then put you there so you do your best work. You are your happiest and you are your most productive when you do your best work. If I put you in a position and you're not qualified or, or it just doesn't, it's not a fit for you, you're miserable, you're upset, you're anxious. You're not working. You become embittered. Mm-hmm. I'm not pleased because I'm not getting your best work out of you. Mm-hmm. So it's my responsibility, mm-hmm. really, or anyone who is running anything to make you happy. But by making you happy does not mean, well, I'll give you a raise and then you'll still be in the same shitty job. Mm-hmm. No, I need to find a way to challenge you every single day and make you your best. And if you're your best, then I become my best and then we all succeed brilliantly said i mean the intro for the challenge really did put me outside of my comfort zone it took it went through Why? A, well not bad in a bad way but it was like because i wanted to impress i wanted to be creative i wanted to really make it stand up remember it went through a few music bed changes yeah we did it took a while and obviously the, the general public doesn't know about that they no. don't really care but it is like you said earlier it is the technical logistics that we have to travel to get to that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow yeah and, but th- again that's you yeah you see that's you and that's what you do yeah. and that's why you have been as successful. I'll say this for people listening. If you have any idea, and you probably don't, what it takes to image major market radio. When I heard your King's intro, mm-hmm. which you played for me, yeah. I realized, wait a minute, you're just not the imaging guy at a radio station, a major market station. Yeah. No, no. You can do more. And that's what it hit me. I had kind of put you as, you're at iHeart. Right. And your stuff is spectacular. Thank you. But then I went, wait, if you're so good here, why couldn't you be really good over here? And you took a chance on me, man. No, I you didn't did. take any chance. You, I knew what it would be. Yeah, and it, but it came out so good. And then, But to follow up on the, the British, the dean's office, I mean, that was just so much fun to put together. Oh, and by the way, Jared hit me last night from NBC. And he asked, he said, oh, by the way, we're going to have some more thanks for the Thanksgiving special. Is it uh Oh, uh, Rogan's Heroes Thanksgiving, which is... Yes. 
the number one, the most watched, yeah. locally produced television show every year in Los Angeles. Yeah. So more people watch of the shows that are produced in L.A., which is all newscasts, right. special uh, public affairs shows, things like that. This is the most watched show, Rogan's Heroes Thanksgiving. Yeah. And um, you did it last year. Yeah, I did it last year. Ro- but so I, I think, but you did, you had a different tone to I you. I did. Again. It was more upbeat. It was more yeah. uh, kind of like family friendly. Right. Very like, you know, Rogan's Heroes Thanksgiving. Right. It's very. From the Universal Hilton Hotel, it's Rogan's Heroes Thanksgiving. Then the challenge is like, from, what is it? Uh, live. From Los Angeles with Fred Rogan and Petros Papadakis for The Challenge. Now, from Los Angeles, you're live with Fred Rogan and Petros Papadakis for The Challenge. Can you remember a little of the dean's office? You've reached the dean's office. Something like that. Yeah, I don't remember the exact script. That's what it was. Welcome and I to the, the dean's yeah, office. Welcome to the dean's office. Today, the dean will be delivering three lectures. Pay attention. Take notes if you're inclined. And at the conclusion of the lectures, you will have an opportunity to win. School is now in session. The Sketch O Show podcast. Year-end wrap-up review for 2022. My little friend, Brooke Morrissey! The applause is going. The crowd is loving it. Brooke, how are you? I'm doing well. It's a little Gosh. little hot in here. But, it is. You know, it's it is fine. hot in here. They turn off the AC on the weekends I in know. the studio. Um, Believe yeah. me, I'm, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was always here weekends or overnights. So That's right. That's absolutely. right. Absolutely. Whenever there's a slot that goes away, it is rarely then replaced again with another woman right. it is replaced with a, with a male talent and sometimes it's usually so, just somebody they, they could just throw in there like, right like usually that. it'll just be somebody who's tracking in from another market yep. or something like that i know there's a lot of work that's been done over the past couple of years to change that right but it, we're still in a place unfortunately where you know you or someone else can ask me why aren't you in radio right now right. or do you have any plans of getting back into radio and it's it's less of a question to me and more of a question to the industry in and of itself mm. Damn, I was really well articulated. Oh, I might, thank you. I got to say, you're really good at, <laughs> you broke it down. It's like, uh, this is common sense for dummies. Right, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's what the guy last night said, which is, I'm saying guy, but he he's on, a, you know, a radio team at a label somewhere, okay. and I'm not going to name names. But mm-hmm. that's what he said, too, is like, you're blowing my mind right now, because you're saying things that, like, should I, I should already, ha- like, have clicked to yeah, me. Yeah. And what he, what clicked for him the most was, again, the whole, th- the the thing about, you will have a woman in a mid-sized market who will never get moved up to a top five because those those positions are already filled and they're filled by male talent. Well, eventually it's going to evolve. It eventually, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It may take some time. So, but, but it's like, you know, am I ever open to another radio yeah. job? Sure. If the pay is great and if I'm taken seriously and if I can talk to fans and listeners the way that I, you know, have fallen in love with mm-hmm. over the years that I've been in radio. So it's things like that. And again, I hope anybody listening is not thinking that it's like, oh, my God, women don't get anything. I'm, I'm just saying the reality of it is. Yeah. And after as long as I've been in radio and as much as I've really had to sit down and consider my own future in radio and where I wanted to be and what my priorities were. This, unfortunately, had to be taken into consideration and had to be parsed in my own head for me to be able to move forward. You see, you're blowing my mind. Oh, my God. You used the word parsed in a (laughs) sentence, which is fantastic. Oh, my God. Very well done. (laughs) Oh, thank you. The Sketch O Show podcast. My new friend, Tessa Malisani, 
on the Sketcho Show podcast, Tessa! Hey! How you doing? And the round of applause is going. The crowd is loving it. Okay, so let's get back to the accents real quick. I want to... I wanna... <laughs> Okay. You know, maybe do a British, British accent a of British some sort. Accent, Can yeah. you do a British accent? Can I, I just get I'm a dose of it? I love um, a Scottish accent. That's my favourite. That's my ultimate favourite is the Scottish accent. That's very, very <sighs> up. Mm-hmm. I love the Scottish accent. Your Scottish accent is on point. Thank have you, you been to Scotland? No, I have not. I've always wanted to go. I, there's something about Scottish people that I just love. I, and I feel it's like the Scottish I love accent. it there. Right. Yeah, it's the accent. I don't know what it is. It just uh, makes me so happy. Can you keep going with the Scottish accent? I mean, uh, what, what do you think about the, the heroin situation out there? Oh, <laughs> right. Train spotting, right? Yeah, train uh, spotting. What's up? It's one of my faves. You know what? That has actually a really good soundtrack. Yes, I know. In one fact, of the best soundtracks. <laughs> it's got Underworld in it, and it's got yeah. uh, you know what's that? Born Slippy, right? Remember that? Yeah. That might be yeah. have to be your talk up track. Yeah. Oh, Lude. What is it? What is it? Lurid. I don't want to hold you too long, uh, Miss Tessa, because I know you're doing your show. Yeah. Uh, are we running out of time? You, you got to do another break real quick. Can you, do you want to go do your other break and then you come back and we can wrap up? Is that okay? Sure. Or, yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. Does that work? I'm so Absolutely. sorry. Yeah. Don't, don't apologize. This is actually really fascinating. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's all good. Okay, hold on. All good. Now, have you ever played that game where, you know, you're in a public place and you decide to send a photo to whoever in the area has their airdrop on? Well, somebody decided to do it on a flight to Mexico the other day, and they decided to airdrop their nudes to everybody on the entire plane. Uh, the pilot was not having it at all. So here's the deal. This continues while we're on the ground. I'm going to have to pull back to the gate. Everybody's going to have to get off. We're going to have to get security involved. Oh, and it's vacation that's going to be ruined. So you folks, whatever that airdrop thing is, quit sending naked pictures. Let's get yourself to the Cabo. I mean, can you imagine being on that flight? All the hilariosity that ensued. Obviously, somebody took a TikTok. That's why we're here talking about it. That was great. <laughs> Sketch. <laughs> Darlene Rodrigo. Social <laughs> Thank you, Sketch. Do you have any recordings of your mom singing? I do. I do, actually. She sang um, Roberta Flack's Killing Me Softly in acoustic in Spanish. And she oh was the first gosh. woman in the world to do that. Oh, that's beautiful. Please I mean, play a clip. I will. I will have to pull it from the actual vinyl. actually never played a clip of her yet. I played it on my previous Instagram.
keep going and going about yeah. the drug thing, but I did slightly get addicted to opioids for okay. a second. Now, I don't like drugs. Are those like pills? Yeah, those are like, uh, like Vicodin, Norcos, gotcha. uh, what else is uh, Oxycontin. But isn't it hard to get that stuff? It is. It's, it is hard nowadays. It's harder, but I remember not too long ago. Uh, okay, no, here's what happened, and I'm just going to shorten this. Yeah. I was taking too many painkillers at the movie theater, having a great time. I'd go to the theater by myself. It was wonderful. And I saw a ton of movies. I saw Matrix. Okay. You know, what's it called? Matrix Resurrection. Yeah. I saw Ghostbusters. All on these painkillers, right? Mm -hmm. Not drinking, no alcohol, didn't accompany it with alcohol. None of that. Just went home, smoked weed. But eventually, a week later, I noticed I haven't gone to the bathroom. Mm. And I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. I called my friend. I called uh, one of my coworkers, Delgado, and I said, hey, Delgado, you know, your grandmother, she takes painkillers, right? Well, did she ever get constipated? She's like, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I was like, what do I do? I'm constipated right now. And she's like, I think you should drink some hot water and walk around. Uh, so I drank a cup of hot water and I walked around. I took stool softener. Still didn't work. It's too late. I went to, I went to my, my neighbor, who's a, at the time physical therapist, Jim. I'm like, Jim, I am freaking out. I was, I was crying on the phone to him. I said, Jim, I'm freaking out. I haven't taken a dump in a, almost a week and a half. And he was like, well, he goes, you what, painkillers? I said, yeah. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, that's that's what happens. He goes, you take um, Docalex? That'll work. He goes, dad, oh, yeah. eat a banana. He goes, but sketch. He goes, like, it's going to pass. Yeah. It's going to pass. It has to. I'm like, I don't know, man. This thing feels like a brick. It feels like a, a kilo of cocaine I'm mewling over. You know what I mean? And I can't get it out. Even those people have easier times totally, passing. Totally. Okay. So finally, finally, I took I took like two or three Docalex, right? Yeah. I took some other stool softener, like a like a gummy. Okay. Right? Fiber. You never needed an enema? I, you know, I did. I did. I went and got an enema from CVS. And guess what? When I was walking around CVS, I'm so glad you said that because I almost forgot. I'm walking around CVS and I'm clinching... And I'm like, I'm like waddling through. People are looking at me like, what the fuck is up with this guy? I grab the, 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 the enema. I go home. I get on all fours, you know, ass up, face down, ass up, like the two live crew song. Oh, that's hilarious. And I, and I went in. This town needs an enema. And I'm telling you, that didn't even work. No. Right? Dang. At first. Okay. But then. And Finally, about thirty minutes later, in all of its glory. I mean, but it wasn't. It wasn't glorious. It was no. It was. It was. It was nuclear. Okay. It was like an atom bomb went off, and when I got in there, it still took me really having to push. Yeah. Like I was giving birth, and I was like, I'm gonna rip my ass. Yeah. Gonna, I was like, I don't care at this point. I don't care. It'll heal. It'll heal. My ass was even like, what are you doing? What are you doing? We can't do this. And finally, when it came out, it was... God, you poor thing. It was terrible. (laughs) That poor toilet. It even, even the toilet got clogged. I had to wait... And, and flush it down with hot water oh to break God, it down. It yeah. was brutal. Yeah. After that, I immediately stopped. Yeah. Never took another painkiller again. And I they went. They should through, put that on the freaking yeah. bottle. And forget morning. about just the addiction. Yeah. It's the fucking constipation yes. that ruins you. When you have a baby, they give you mm-hmm. the stool softener with the Norco at the same time. Oh, wow. And so that's kind of how I learned. That works. Yeah, I guess that would be the move. But yeah. yeah. The Sketch O Show podcast. Year end wrap up review for 2022. Big boy of Big Boy's Neighborhood Real 92.3. How are you, Biggest? What's going on, Sketch? What's going on? Yes! Man, Biggest. This, Hey, dude, how crazy is this? I mean, 
It's no, how wild. crazy that I'm actually sitting down for this shit. I, no, I'm, I'm completely <laughs> baffled by it. To no, be honest. no, you're my guy, man. The quick-witted comebacks that you have. Speaking of entertainment and mm-hmm. show business. I always marvel at how fast you look like Marvel. You, uh, thank you. See? Uh, I always, no. see, I always marvel at how fast you're able to qu- quickly think on the spot. Right. The John Legend interview you did was fantastic. Thank and you, it, brother. a perfect example of that quick witted comeback is when he was like, oh, when Oprah and Magic Johnson call you on the same day, that's when you know you've made it. And then it's quick. And within that second, you quickly said, when I get two calls, usually people are asking for money. <laughs> the crazy thing about it is on the same day, Magic Johnson called me. For two separate occasions? Two separate occasions, both in their separate backyards. So Magic's backyard in L.A., Oprah's backyard in Montecito, and wanted me to be a part of the events that they were throwing. I always tell people, that's the day I knew I was famous. Yeah, that's the day you knew you were right, bro. I'm like, man, if I get two calls back to back, it's always for money. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, man, you know, such and such. That wasn't even quick-witted. That was just true. Right, but it's just so uh, fast in the moment. No, that was me being depressed, Sketch. That was more of a... Uh, me speaking reality you know what I'm saying yeah. it was, and, it, and it's obvious you were cutting up the audio right if you would have saw the video you would have saw the cheer drop oh, down my face I did yeah. watch the video yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah no yeah. I saw I hear what you're saying yeah. you dropped many jewels and, and so much knowledge for me throughout my life big and you know just all the times like I in my younger years of just drinking and being out of control you still like had my back and I look back and I just I cringe at, at just the behavior and just acting out and being just angry, you know, and, and mm-hmm. I look through the same set of eyes, sober Sally now. Right. And I just wish, I really wish I could go back and change some things. But you know what? You can't. I know. Because that's why you appreciate it so much. Yeah. Because you learn from it. Absolutely. I you know, did. You, you, you learn from hands on and crashing a car and being caught up in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's a difference between buying something and reading the manual mm-hmm. and you know or somebody telling you when you when you go hands-on and you put your hands on it it's a difference between reading it or somebody telling you how it's done so you you can look back and say man i wish but this is who you are now mm-hmm. all that shit that went down built the character of who you are now and god made sure that you survived so you can look back and understand that all those things that were the test is your, now your testimony. Yeah. And some people don't get a chance to make it through that. Or if they do make it, they're still in it and they don't get a chance to acknowledge that how bad it is. Some people stay in the rut. I know. You know, and it's harder sometimes. They don't grow. Bro. Yeah. And it's harder to get out of the rut. It is. You know, it, it's, it's harder and not with anybody addiction or whatever someone vices may be Mm -hmm. but when you start to look at the man or the woman in the in the mirror Mm -hmm. and you got to deal with that that's the hardest shit we can do man right you know looking at ourselves and knowing that we need some kind of work or we're unhappy or how do i you know at at some points man you probably start to think like man there is no way out of this you know that's how it felt for me when i was drinking change what's in the rearview mirror yeah but I'm, it make you appreciate so does, much. And I really feel fortunate. And when I see, you know, like, man, I'm jogging, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And the thing about a tube sketch is people that know you, they champion your change. Right. They know the changes that I've yeah. been through, right? And they the don't, either they say it or there's a lot of chatter outside of your presence. And all that tube sketch, the older you get, the more you realize how much you've learned mm-hmm. and how much you don't know. I could give you the opportunity, but it's up to you 
what you do with the opportunity. Right. right. You know, and of course you're not going to say fuck you or flip it in my face, but it's what you do with it. Right. You know how, what you, I'm how you nurture it. Like, right. You've been around for decades with me, yeah. but it's because of who you are, what you do. Even when you think about you at your worst, bro, you were still turning in the work. Yeah, I would you still do the work, a hungover and everything. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's about yeah. when, you know, somebody can open up the door for you, but it depends, you know, it's up to us to how long we stay in the room. I'm very into zombies. I'm into the walking dead. Mm-hmm. You and look like I, it. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I've been, mm-hmm. I've been told that before, but let's say Jose and Louie G. Jose's been bitten by a zombie. Louie's been bitten by a zombie. You have one zombie cure, oh, and you can man. only administer it to one of them, oh. but the other one has to turn. Who do you save, and who do you let turn into a zombie? <laughs> hey, man, let me tell you who, who my ass, Jose. Quickly. I give it to Jose quickly. Really? Yeah. If I had two of them, I'd give them both to Jose. Just right. to make sure that he made it. <laughs> really? Man, that's so fucking easy. Why? Why is it? Louis be a zombie like a motherfucker. Girl. <laughs> this is my fucking partner I of hear decades. I hear ya. We done been through everything together. I love Louis. Yeah. But this is like, that's I like you. What would have been harder okay. is asking about Jose or even one of my family members. Yeah, no, that's why I didn't want to go there. You know there. what I'm saying? Yeah. But Jose and Louis, I mean, you could. Jose is family, though. You could put anybody up. I mean, I <laughs> so yeah. Jose would get the cure. Yeah, one hundred percent. And and not even thinking about okay, it. Okay, what what if it Real was quick. what if it was me or him? Who would you let turn? Because you know who's gonna edit the phone. <laughs> oh, there we go. Man, who do, who do I give this the the stay alive like serum to? Yeah, yeah. Who do I, I, I get so, so I don't turn. I don't turn into a zombie or or Jose Jose doesn't turn into a zombie. Man. And then whoever does turn into hey, a zombie, dude, you have just, to... Just on some real shit with it, I would have to say you. Me what? You'd be a zombie. Oh, yeah? yeah I would turn. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. You'd be a zombie like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. So Jose wins two times. Yes. Nice. Yes. All Ask right. me about Jose or Jason. That'd, that'd be the hard one. All right. Jose or Jason. They both get bitten by zombies. You only have one That's zombie hard. cure. Yeah. Let me turns. tell you, man, because I've built something with Jason mm-hmm. that's taking care of my family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm and saying? His family. And to continue that the legacy. Yeah. If it was up to Jason and Jose. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I can't answer that one. Really? Yeah. You're going to tap out on that? Do I get a tap out? No, I'm just kidding. Nah. I yeah. mean, I could. Uh, I it, it. It, it's on different levels. Though. Right, right. It's like. With Jose, it's way more personal. Absolutely, of course. And we got, you know, and then with Jason, that's 25 years too. And we've built something that I got to continue to build to take care of my family. You know right. what I'm saying? But if I had to, I'd give it to Jose. Jason would understand. He would. Yep. And he'll figure out how to work, work the gonna, zombie Yeah, thing we're going to record it and put it on the air. This will be great content. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's Sketch, a- I need you to make an intro for this, yeah. buddy. <laughs> you know, Jason, your arm fell off. Sorry about that. <laughs> See, that's the wittiness I'm talking about right there. Yes, sir. Biggeth, until we meet again on the next episode, I love you and I'm forever indebted to you, man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you, Sketch. Love you, man. Thank you. Thank you. The Sketch O Show podcast, year end wrap up review for 2022. Welcome to 2023. Happy New Year. Oh, good for you. And how was it? The Sketchomatic Show. Hey, too much information and shit, man. Shut your mouth, SA! Okay, bye! Woo.